This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run, makes the play. Oh, flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Damn. Oh, my goodness, what a shot by Eric Jones. Oh, play back, left field. You gotta be kidding me. Goodbye, home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. Oh, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4. Episode 152 of the podcast tonight. Um, you know, I hope everybody's doing all right. Hope everybody's hanging in there, doing well. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk some more baseball tonight. Um, I actually had a guest on the show. Uh, we talked a few, uh, about an hour ago as I speak. Uh, Dom Randazzo has been on the show before. Uh, me and Dom talked Yankees last season, I believe. Ha. Huh so long ago um it's hard to remember but yeah um i believe last time we talked we got yelled at by yankees reddit (laughs) the um you know the the bosses of the internet um i guess we shit talk them too much um but no it was a great show again with dom and i um so we're gonna get to that in a little bit but um you know yanks uh listen it would have been really really bad I was planning for a really, really angry podcast where I just rant for hours on hours or minutes on minutes. But fortunately, the Yanks um, managed to pull away with the series victory after dropping the first two games in really ugly fashion, continuing their losing streak and stretching it to seven. They managed to uh, string together three consecutive victories. Now, they weren't pretty wins. You know, they had some moments where you continue to, you know, talk down on the team if you're somebody like me. But, um, you know, in the end, they pulled it, you know, they pulled it out of their ass and they found the victory. Um, so, you know, they, they it was it's some momentum now, three in a row heading into, uh, I don't know if it's into Tampa Bay or if they're hosting Tampa Bay, but regardless, a big series coming up versus the Rays and the Yankees needed some kind of jolt. And, you know, to know... Uh, you know, no irony here. LeMayu comes back into that lineup and boom, three in a row. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about everything tonight, including the, um, obviously recap the series, but Dom and I talk about a whole lot around this Yankees team and, you know, just talked about the state of them and their odds at winning the division, odds at winning the World Series and, and everything really that, um, you know, that is surrounded with, uh, that the Yankees are surrounded with right now. So uh, let's head to break. And as soon as we get back, we'll start recapping. And then, you know, after the recap, uh, I guess we'll get right into the uh, conversation that Dom and I had. All right. Be right back. Hey guys, really quick. I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media, You can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. I mean, so yeah, it did not start out pretty at all. Um, you know, game one comes against the Mets here. Um, 
Yankees end up losing four to six. Okay. Uh, first game of a, of a five game set. Um, and I think it was a double header. So game one of the entire series, uh, Clint Frazier actually sparks the Yankees in the first couple of innings with a double and a home run. Uh, drives in three of the Yankees' four runs at the time. So puts helps put the Yankees up 4 nothing after two innings. Um, and then on the flip side, Jordan Montgomery, really, really pitching well so far for the Yankees this season. And he continued to do so. He threw five shutout innings. Um, now come the sixth inning, he you know, gets into his first real um, jam, letting up two singles with no outs. Um, but he still has 68 pitches, but Aaron Boone, you know, Captain Hook has to come out there and he yanks him. 68 pitches doesn't even let him work out of his first jam, which he definitely deserved the right to do so. But Boone yanks him and he puts in Chad Green in that sixth inning. Um, and right away that four nothing lead is gone and the Mets end up hitting three home runs off of Green in the sixth. Um, Alonzo, Dom Smith, and, um, that asshole from the Astros, uh, Mariznick, six to four Mets take the lead and they eventually win in seven. <laughs> it was a fucking joke. Game two comes along and it, you know, it's pretty much the, um, the same scenario, um, where, where the Yankees blow another lead, but you know, it, it's blowing leads, man. This fucking shit gets to me. I think of all the losses, you know, the Yankees have whenever they do lose, it's the ones that where you blowing leads hurt more than anything. Like I'll fucking take a blowout, you know, a blowout. You'll take it, you know, like a punch to the face, whatever. It's going to happen. Fucking something about blowing leads, man. That's it just gets to my fucking head. Um, but in game one, you know, Estevan Florio made his debut. Um, kid's interesting to me. Um, you know, very toolsy prospect. Uh, before we get to game two, obviously I just want to talk about Florial. Um, very toolsy prospect. You can see he's got some speed to, to be a 20 plus stolen base guy. If the Yankees let him steal, um, you could see he's got a nice smooth swing, but the issue there with the swing, at least to me, it looks like Florial has a very long, big swing. And that could be good for the power, you know, hit it deep into the short porch at Yankee stadium. But I guess that's where the, the strikeouts, um, come from, right? This kid is, uh, very strikeout prone. He strikes out a ton, but he does have pop. Um, he's shown the ability to have bat to ball skills enough to where he could hit the ball at a high clip in the minors. He did. So I'm very intrigued to see how Florial um, will pan out to be. You know, will he be somebody like, you know, I've heard some Gregory Polanco comparisons. Um, somebody I've compared to him personally is Curtis Granderson. Uh, so maybe he could be somebody like that if he ends up panning out after all. <laughs> But Florial debuted. Uh, he actually picked up a single, um, even in his second at bat. But the Yankees lost that game four to six. Um, yeah, it was ugly. I, uh, you know, again, man, it's so rough having to sit through the bullpen. You know, after hearing them being so stacked, everybody talks about this bullpen, this bullpen. And I understand they're injured. A lot of them are hurt right now. But to see, you know, your primary weapons like Chad Green, and we'll get to Adam Olivino, Olivino later blow leads like this it sucks um but yeah first game came across and the yankees took the four to six loss now as we get to game two you know fucking same thing um we get a good start from johnny lasagna lasagna actually goes three solid innings to um start up this game and um it's on the offensive end it's eric kratz and aaron hicks um putting together a couple of rbi singles in the third inning um, along with a Gary Sanchez bases loaded walk to put the Yanks up three to one after three innings. Okay. So that happened. And um, why is the bottom of the screen here? Just white I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know if you're, ah, that's so weird. Hold on one second. The bottom of the screen, if you're watching the podcast, as opposed to listening, it's just, it's a weird look. Something's supposed to be at the bottom of this screen. I don't know. Can't figure it out. Whatever. We'll deal with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, game two comes along and, uh, you know, Kratz Hicks, both of them single. Gary draws a walk with the bases loaded, puts the Yanks up three to one after three innings. 
Um, and then here comes the shit squad of the bullpen. Aaron Boone, I feel like he's used these guys more than he has his primary weapons, but Nick Nelson comes in to pitch in the fifth. Um, RBI double to Nemo makes it three to two. Yanks hold the lead for a bit, and then they go to their closer in the ninth, or the seventh, rather, uh, doubleheader. Chapman, he walks McNeil, and then here comes Rosario. <laughs> Light-hitting Rosario. Um, I don't know, he might be hitting this year, I'm not sure, but he hits it this time. He hits a fucking walk-off home run off of Veraldis Chapman to put the Mets on top uh, for the victory 4-3. to 4-3. to three. Um Jesus Christ, man. These you got Chad Green blowing a lead. You got Aroldis Chapman. And then in game three, which we'll get to in a second, which the Yankees won. Uh, but you had Aroldis uh Adam on a Vino. But yeah, Yankees put together a couple of hits. Still didn't give much offense for his second consecutive game, scoring under five runs, which is usually, you know, their average. Um is usually five or, or more. But <laughs> But fucking uh, Nick Nelson, and then, um, I mean, I guess, you know, we got to go with Nick Nelson because we've got nobody else out there right now healthy. But fucking Chapman. Fucking Chapman comes into the game, and he just cannot. Both of, I think he's only had two starts, or two uh, appearances, rather, so far with the Yankees, so it's, it's kind of hard to get too hard on him. Um... But yeah, he, I guess he's just not comfortable yet, not in rhythm yet. He's still trying to adjust. Um, you know, obviously a hard thrower like him needs a lot more time than your usual, than, than a finesse pitcher would, I guess. But he didn't look sharp at all. Um, you know, and he gives up the, the home run. And I don't know what pitch it was. It may have been a slider that he hung to Rosario, maybe a fastball. I don't know. But regardless Rosario hits that shit deep and and the Yankees walk off the field with their heads down as the Mets take the victory and and fuck there's nothing I hate more than that shit than than blowing lead to the Mets you know the Mets the Mets to me are like the fucking uh they're like the Nets to Knicks fans you know they're they're just that pesky annoying fucking team that want to be part of New York but everybody knows they're not Except obviously the Mets are part of Queens, but they didn't come from New Jersey to begin with like the, like the Nets did. But the Mets are just those annoying little brothers of the town, just like the Knicks, regardless of how bad the Knicks are. You know, they're always going to be the, the talk of the town. And that's the same thing with Yankees and Mets fans. You know, Yankees hate Mets fans because they're just those little annoying brothers. But yeah, game two, Chapman blows it. Uh, let's get to game three because that was... That was finally where we started to win some shit. Um, game three comes along and the Yankees win two to one. Still not much offense, but you know, a Voight solo shot in the first puts the Bombers up a, a one nothing. And then on the flip side, Jay Happ, you know, a redemption start, motivated because of his little feud, I guess, with the Yankees. Um, goes seven and a third scoreless innings. He just a brilliant, brilliant outing by Jay Happ. Um, good for him. And he, he, Gets one out into the eighth and 90 pitches in a very efficient pitch count for where he is in the game. And out comes Captain Hook once again for a third consecutive game, taking a pitcher out when he probably shouldn't. Um, and this time he goes with Adovino. And what does Adovino do in the eighth inning? He you know, feeds a fat slider over the middle of the plate to uh, Ramos. And Ramos, <laughs> one-to-one tie game as soon as that slider crosses the plate. So Voight's homer was matched um, innings and innings later. But um, fortunately for the Yankees, they managed to pull this one out of their ass. Chapman goes out there in the ninth, pitches a clean inning. Um, but Batances, in the most Dellen Batances way possible, um, comes out in the ninth inning. Okay, with the Yankees. I believe the Yankees were the... No, they were the home team this game. Okay, But... Batances comes out in the bottom of the ninth, walks the batter. I think it's Frazier. Then lets up a single to Kratz. Oh, no, not to Kratz. Kratz is at the plate. He puts two runners on, a walk and a single to somebody else. So runners are on first and third. You have Frazier on third base. Kratz is at the plate. 
tie game. Was it a tie game? I'm trying. It's hard to five game series, man. I can't even fucking remember. I can't remember four game series, let alone five. But I'm thinking it's the ninth inning. Yanks are tied one to one. Yeah, but Tances comes into the game for the for the to hold it. Puts two runners on. Kratz is at the plate. One of the runners on base is Frazier at third base. Kratz, Kratz shows bunt, pulls it back, and Batances sails a fastball over Ramos' Ramos's head. Frazier comes home to score, and that's how the Yankees win. They walk it off with a fucking wild pitch from Dellen. I mean, it was the most Dellen Batances shit in the fucking world. Um, but you know what? You'll take him, right? It, it was with the way that things, with the way, um, things were for the Yankees at that time. It, of course it would have ended like that. You know, them taking the non-loss. I call those games non-losses and not victories. But at the same time, you will take that with how bad they've been playing of late. You will most certainly take that shit. Um, and I'm trying to find the highlight here. Here we go. Yeah. So it's first and third one out. Kratz shows punt, but Tansa sails that shit over Ramos's head. And there it is. Frazier crossed the plate. Uh, and the Yankees took the uh, the victory. That was Game Three. So let's get to Game Four. <laughs> um, let's let's take a quick commercial break, and then as soon as we get back, we'll go to Games Four and Five. All right, be right back. Hey guys, really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media. You can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website. Go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys. Thank you. Let's get back to the show. So, yeah, games four and five were both today. Um, and by today, I mean, as I am recording on a Sunday, August 30th, um, so the Yankees kept winning <laughs> and game four was probably the game of the series, you know, being how listless the Yankee bats looked for the majority of this seven inning game, um, or extra inning game. But for the majority of this game, they were just, you know, and it started in the first inning, second and third, nobody out. The only way the Yankees score, and it's one run off of a Mike Talkman RBI ground out. To put them up one nothing in the first, and, and right after that, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be one of them games, isn't it?" And you know, on the other hand, uh, Michael King, kind of the same thing. Um, every time he comes in, he looks really sharp for a few innings, and he has that one. He'll have that one, you know, inning where he kind of gets into some trouble. And here, it was the fourth inning. Uh, a couple of back-to-back singles to Pete Alonso and and uh, Ramos puts the Mets up two to one after four. Um, but in the bottom of the fourth, Mike Ford answers with a, an RBI double to left center with the help of uh, some poor defense by Dom Smith. But ties the game at 2-2 two to two regardless in the bottom of the fourth. But um, and then here's what the Yankees, here's where they go with one of their uh, shit squad pitchers out of the pen again because everybody's hurt. Um, some guy, Krisky, Chris Krisky, who they sent down after the game, he comes in and... Um, you know, this Krisky kid fucking lets up a homer to Cano. Two-run shot, puts the Mets up 4-2 to two in the fifth. Um, goes back out there in the sixth. Walks three batters in a row before he can even fucking finish his his disastrous outing. Um, loads the bases with no outs. He's pulled for Ben Heller now to come in and try to save the day. Heller couldn't do it. Uh, two RBI double or a yeah, a two-run double to Conforto, plates two more runs, uh, you know, then walks somebody to load the bases again, and then strikes Cano out, and then hits Alonzo with a pitch to you know, plate the Mets' seventh run. So a 7-2 um, Mets lead in the sixth inning. <laughs> so you, you, you know, fucking you thought they were wrapping this shit up, but, you know, they've got Edwin Diaz, and Edwin Diaz... Or Diaz has not been fucking pretty for Mets fans. I'm pretty sure. Because every time I listen to Joe and Evan, Evan Roberts is just hating on the guy. Because <laughs> he's probably not been too good. Um, but, you know, yeah. Come that bottom of the seventh inning. Big inning for the Yankees. Uh, 
Ford reaches on an E5. Wade walks and Estrada gets hit by a pitch to load the bags with two outs. Um, Voigt takes the plate, check swings, um, and it ends up going through the infield on the right side for a two-run single. Um, and then a wild pitch to the next batter scores Estrada from third. There's another run. And then here's Hicks um, at the plate representing the tying run. Goes fucking yard. Lefty Hicks into the short porch, and there it is. Fucking tie game at seven. <laughs> um, the Yankees throw Green out there to kind of redeem himself um, in the eighth inning, and he gets a one, two, three with all strikeouts, strikes out the side. And then uh, in the bottom of the eighth, extra innings here, it's Gio Urshela walking off with two outs on a two strike count uh, with a single to right field. And, you know, fucking Talkman crosses the plate. They have to review it because they have to review everything nowadays. And uh, he ends up being safe. Yankees take the victory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was game four. Uh, let's get to game five, which was a very fun game. You know, this was actually one that I didn't hate watching. You know, it wasn't that boring um, because at least we got to see Davy Garcia or Davy, Davy Garcia debut. Um, top top Yankee prospect for their uh, starting pitchers. Um, but to begin this game, Wade goes yard and a little dinky home run to start off the third inning. Um, puts the Yanks up one nothing. Um, and then, you know, again, on the flip side, it's Garcia who pitches really well. He ends up going six innings of one run ball, which wasn't even his run. It was an unearned run due to Voight's E3. Uh, let's up a single to Dom Smith to score that run. You know, one to one tie after six, but Garcia looked great. Struck out six, walked nobody, and, you know, he looked really good. Um, only one outing. He's got to do it again over and over. But Yankees talk about him being a potential number one, number two guy, and he's got the stuff. I like the curveball. They say the changeup is improving. Fastball isn't hard, but it's got some life, and the velocity is okay enough. Um, he's a very small pitcher, so I would still like to see him maybe uh, add on another pitch or improve one of his other pitches, you know, to where he can have more of a, uh, what's the word of an arsenal. But, you know, so far it was, it was, it was a solid debut for, for the rookie. Um, but in the eighth inning, you know, the game is still tied one to one. Gary gets the bases loaded here in extra innings and two and two count. If anybody needed this, it, it was Gary Sanchez hitting a buck 20, getting shit on by everybody, getting shit on by me every single day on social media. And Gary comes through with the fucking grand slam to left field. But just a monster shot, much needed. You hope that gives him a jolt so he can catch one of his hot streaks. Um, but yeah, that that eventually becomes the uh, the game right there. Gary hits the homer, and this was the top of the inning since we're doing this little gimmicky shit. Um, so the Yankees actually had to shut it down the, in the, uh, you know, bottom half of the frame, but they do so. And, and, and the Yankees take the victory, the third in a row. So yeah, man, I mean, they, listen for, for where they were a couple of nights ago, me shitting on them completely and just almost giving up on the division chances. It's not a bad turnaround. It's not a bad way to, you know, give them a kick before this important race series coming up. Right. Um, you know, this next man up shit, well, it, it's, Last year it worked to perfection. This year we're seeing some, you know, we're seeing how difficult it is to do. It may, it may have been an anomaly, and we talk about that in a minute with Dom. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a rough, rough go of things of late. But it was nice to finally string together a few more wins to uh, get out of this little rut. You know, the Yankees had so many opportunities to score, couldn't come through until these last couple of games. Um, so, you know, hey. <laughs> Um, now the things I, I don't like, um, this whole bullpen management thing, you know, going with numbers over feel, you know, the third time through the order versus the old school mentality of a pitcher being in a rhythm. Uh, and that's what I was complaining about in episode 150. If you watch that, that's exactly what I was complaining about the entire time, but it happened again with Montgomery with Hap, um, you know, happened, it's happened a couple times this season with Tanaka. You know, pulling pitchers so early when the pitch count is low and they're in rhythm. It's just, it's new age baseball, but it's not the way baseball should be. It frustrates me. You know, uh, Tanaka had that happen to him with 
59 pitches against the Tampa Bay Rays earlier in the season. Five innings of, of one hit ball gets pulled. And I understand it was because of the concussion. They wanted to take it easy. But 59 pitches, you could have won a little more with that. But Boone yanked him. Um, you know, and it happened to Tanaka against the Braves the other day. Um, 66 pitches after five. No runs once again. And then Boone's excuse was Tanaka told him he was, he was gassed. I don't believe that. I, I feel like that's not Tanaka. I feel like that's Boone trying to cover himself. But, so even then... You know, Montgomery pulled with 68 pitches the other day. Um, it's just too fucking much bullshit. I don't love it. I don't love that whole thing where, where, where we're just pulling pitchers so early and we're relying on that bullpen, which is not very good at the moment, guys. Very depleted, very injured, and the bullpen's got these second-tier, third-tier, fourth-tier arms out there blowing games if fucking Nick Nelson. If we got to go with him, Holder, Avalon, King, Sessa, Krisky, Heller, you know, it's not going to be pretty. We go with gold. <laughs> We've got to go with those guys so much right now because Britain is down because Adovino is not, you know, not been good so far because, uh, Canely's obviously getting the Tommy John. So, you know, we're, we're depleted at the moment and we needed a big outing from Garcia and we got it. We needed a big outing from, uh, who pitched before that. Uh, from lasagna, he opened up pretty well with three innings. So, you know, that was good. And um, listen, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, it, it's the importance of being able to stop a losing streak, right? Anybody can be hot, but the important part of, of, a, of being a good team is being able to to not go on extended losing streaks. And the Yankees managed to do that. And big part of that as well, I think, is getting DJ LeMayu back in this lineup. The only 300 sub 20% K hitter on this team. Um, guy's been great. You know, one of those, again, I say it all the time. He just keeps the line moving. He's that catalyst at the top of the order who sparks it up um, and starts that engine. You know, he, he drives and runs. He does everything. And the Yankees are a 240 something hitting team as a unit. Take his fucking average out. And I don't even want to know what that average goes to. It's fucking ugly. Um, Voight's obviously hitting well too, but. I don't know how sustainable 320 is for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, we go two and seven, seven game losing streak without DJ comes back and we win three, and oh. you know, we win three in a row. Um, big impact. Obviously you've got to be careful with stats like that. They don't always tell the whole story, but you know, just having his presence is, is big enough alone. Um, yeah, and to get that contact bat back in there, hopefully the Yankees can start playing more watch watchable baseball now you know more contact in there and not just a bunch of sluggers like gary ford wade hicks gardner all hitting below 200 and striking out every time but um all right yeah three in a row guys um good good series you know good way to cap it off i don't want to waste too much more of your time so let's get to the question of the day the nyy nyk question of the day and um you know we might as well get to that and then we'll go right into the uh conversation that dom and i had all right Let's get to it. All right. So what did I, okay. Uh, what did I ask you guys last time out? Uh-oh. Forget the question I asked last time out. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Um, Last time out, I asked you guys, now I'm trying to think. Um, okay, so I just had to pause the podcast and look it up. I forgot what I asked you, but I asked you, it was a Knicks episode, so I asked you, how many all-star appearances did Carmelo Anthony have with the Knicks? Um, and the answer to that question was seven. He played for the Knicks for seven years, and if you count the year where he played, where he was first traded to the Knicks and played half his games with Denver and half with New York in uh, 2011, if you count that season, that's seven All-Star appearances. So, uh, if you said six, that's fine too. But that was the answer to last time's episode um, or last time's question of the day in episode 151. Now, for 152, our NYY NYK question of the day. Um, back to the Yanks. Or since it was Jackie Robinson weekend, how about this? We'll, we'll switch it up last second. And uh, 
let's go. How many all-star appearances did Jackie Robinson make? We'll go with that one. That's just off the top of my head. Um, had it written down. So we'll put it right here. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I added that in the last minute. Um, how many all-star appearances did Jackie Robinson make? I think he played for 10 seasons. Um, so how many of those were all-star seasons? So uh, message me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, preferably Facebook or Instagram since I'm on that more nowadays. Um, and let me know your answer. And uh, I'll give you a shout out in the next episode if you get it right. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, tuning into BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Um Let's get to the second half of the show where Dom Rendazzo and I have a really good conversation about the Yankees and everything that's been going on with them lately. All right, let's get to it. Get full screen. All right. Did you see that fucking game, man, that second game? Yeah, I saw both games today. Yeah? Yeah. Davey actually looked pretty good, but uh, yeah, he actually did. He he did pretty good. Yeah, it's only one outing though. Yeah, I was getting ready to like rip them to shreds because they fucking lost. You know, when they lost the first two, mm-hmm. I really didn't think they were gonna pull away for three in a row. Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to fucking tear them apart tonight. So that sucks, but yeah. Well, they got lucky. Was yeah. that was the first game today? Yeah, the first. Yeah, today. I don't even know. I'm just so like jumbled with all all this season. Yeah, now. this five game shit's annoying, and, and with double headers, it's like. What was the game yesterday? I'm trying to remember. Um, I got it right here. Hold on. <laughs> yesterday was two to one. Um, half point like eight. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And that was when Ottavino fucking let up a slider. Yeah. How did they win though? I don't even remember. Um. Yeah. No, I gotta look. Oh, Batances. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good call. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it's already recording, so we might as well just... Yeah, just hop into it. I'll cut out whatever I need to, you know, fucking yeah. cut out. Yeah, just hop into it. Um. All right, so, I mean, I guess we'll start, like, I want to know your thoughts. I mean, I kind of know your thoughts, Um. but I guess for, for everybody else what you think about this whole COVID season and like, you know, fake real, whatever asterisk, whatever. I, I want to know your thoughts on it. Yeah. So I, as COVID was hitting and they were discussing a hundred games and then you realize a hundred wasn't going to happen. I was thinking a hundred would be more justifiable, more considered real and then when it came out that 60 was going to be the deal, I was like, ah, this is, this is kind of a fake season. Um, and I, I still kind of feel that way. It, I mean, with all the injuries, that, that plays into my feeling that it's, this is a fake season as well. Also with the extra playoff teams, it just, I don't know. It, so many, like the Yankees have not been that great. What are they like 17 and 13? And they're a lock to make the playoffs. So yeah, that's, that's a, a new playoff thing. If you're a decent team, like you're going to make the playoffs. Also, like, yeah, 60 games, you don't really have a lot of time to weed out the bad teams or se- have the really good teams separate themselves. Um, and also, another aspect of it is you're only playing your division and then the NL. So, like, you're not even playing all the teams. So, I mean, it it's not great. I Like, it, I don't think we're going to win the World Series. <laughs> if we did, I would probably take it, but it just doesn't feel as real as, say, last season did. No, I, I agree. I mean, dude, you cut a 160-game, 62-game season – to, to like 100, even that, you know, like you said, I can accept. Mm-hmm. But to dwindle it down all the way to if not even a third, I don't even think it's maybe a little more than a third or whatever, um, more or less. It's so weird. Just, I mean, I'm still, I mean, I'm happy it's based, you know, I'm happy we're getting baseball, we're getting the Yankees. Yeah. But like, I don't know yet how I'm going to feel. I guess I just have to see what happens, you know, 
towards the end of the season and whoever yeah. wins wins. Once the playoffs hit, I think yeah, I'll start to care more. But even then, like now with this new, you know, everybody makes a fucking playoff thing. Like, well, you added six teams and shit. Yeah, it's gonna feel weird seeing these it's, mediocre. You know, for me, is in a hundred and sixty-two game season, like you get so like routine and so into it, and it's just such a long season that you're like, okay, like I'm invested in this. But for this season, like I don't really feel that. Yeah, no, I know what you mean because it's well when you get to one sixty-two, it's a marathon, and you have it every day and you can miss a game here and there. You're still be able to watch so many. Yeah. more. Also these fake double headers with the seven innings. Dude, I, I <laughs> hate the seven shit, bro. It's like yeah. the fourth inning. And then the like, shit when you're home and you're batting first, it's, it's yeah, I can't fucking do that. They're very gimmicky games. Uh-huh. Like it's kind of nice that the games are over faster, but like, I don't really care about that that much. Yeah. I really don't give a shit about the pace. I mean, I know baseball slow. Um, but like they're trying to do so much. Like I figured, like I feel like since they know it's a different season, they're trying so hard to make it as different as they possibly can. Yeah, and that's just annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope this the seven inning stuff doesn't. Yeah, that's my that's my yeah. concern, dude. Also the the extra inning rule. Yeah. I hope they don't keep that with the base runner. Oh, so much shit. Yeah, that that I mean. I know, but don't you know, like, the younger, like, our generation is going to jump on that shit right away. They're going to fall in love with that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, totally, Rob. Um, Now, I wanted to ask you, because since it's a shorter season, 60 games, you would have thought that, you know, big Aaron (laughs) Judge, um, the face of the team, that $300 million Giancarlo Stanton would have been able to play more than, I don't know, 15, 20 games up to this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's your thoughts there on this whole, on, on these injuries just continuing yeah. to fuck us up? Well, I mean, obviously it's a disaster. It's the same thing as last year. Um, I mean, yeah, you would expect that these guys would be able to play 58 games, but in reality, they're going to play those two guys you mentioned. They're going to combine for like, I don't know, 40 maybe. Because we don't know when Judge is going to be out until the playoffs, basically. And we have no idea when Mike is coming back. So. Torres, probably Torres be out for a while, too. Yeah, I, prob- I haven't heard anything on him. So he'll probably be weeks. What is he, hamstring? So he's probably, like, at least two more weeks. Um, what about Big Pussy? <laughs> uh, what is he? Uh, it's his Something forearm. With the, something right? with the forearm. I think it's the forearm. Yeah. Um, he he's probably like, won't start again until the playoffs. So he's gonna be. He's. he's I think he's toast. Dude. Yeah, he was already throwing like ninety two. So we call that shit. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, you know, Hicks just got hurt tonight. <laughs> it's a disaster, Rob. I yeah. mean, when everybody went down, like you knew it was either gonna be Hicks or Gary next, and of course. Picks today. Did you see what Boone said? He said it was, um, I think, two sore right cat, two sore yeah. calves. Two sore and he calves. He said it'll be fine, but he'll that's probably a good thing. Home. He said that's a good thing. He said he'll. He said it didn't seem serious, but he'll probably go on the DL tomorrow. Oh, because every time he says that, that shit ends up being <laughs> being bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm happy that Lemayu is back because you know we see the difference already. Team goes. You know, loses seven straight, two and seven without him, and then he comes back. We win three in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his importance to this team is you got fucking Gary, Ford, Wade, Hicks, Gardner, all in the everyday lineup, and I think each of them are hitting under two hundred. Under two hundred, yeah. Gary, Gary, Wade, Gardner, and Hicks. Hicks is a little better, but those three at least are basically just you're getting almost nothing out of. Yeah, and we hit the home run today, and I think Hicks Hicks had the big home run today, and he had another hit, but still. Yeah, I mean, all in all, it's it's a shot. I would uh, I would consider just keep playing Talkman in his spot, mm-hmm. and fuck Florial at this point. I, Florial, whatever his name is, I wouldn't even mind seeing this kid just yeah. get some would, reps. Yeah, over Gardner, I would put him out there. Why not? Might as well. Yeah. Uh, 
But I mean, DJ is just so important just to get him back in here, mm-hmm. um, just to be that, you know, that, that catalyst at the top of the lineup and just get on base at least once or twice a game. Yeah. The thing guys, is now is the bottom of the order is so bad that when he comes up, there's nobody on base. Would you consider him moving down him or do you like him at that one spot? When the team is full, he's perfect there. Yeah. But like right now, if he started hitting three, I wouldn't mind it. I think that's, yeah, I think I feel the same way. I wouldn't mind that at all. Cause right. if you put maybe Talkman leaning off and then Voight too, you would have more RBI chances. I like Talkman. I do too. I like him. Good player. I was waiting for, to see how he would do this year before I really gave a true estimate or a true, uh, you know, judge on him, but I, I like him a lot. Yeah, I would keep him around. He's, um, he's go ahead. I don't know if he's a fourth outfielder. Like he's, he's not like a. Obviously, he's not like a star. He's he's just like a solid player, I guess. I don't I don't really know how to. Yeah, I mean, I think that. he is perfect for the scenario he's in right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fill like he's a he's a really good fill-in, but like he can start yeah. too. Yeah. Go. Um, what was I gonna say? Um. Oh, fucking! All right. So on the flip side of things, what are your your thoughts on Garrett Cole so far? Because it's been interesting with the home run ball. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to watch his start, his last one, the one against the Braves, but he gave up four home runs. I think four. Three? Um, four runs, three home runs. How many innings did he pitch? I think he went, I don't know, I want to say five, maybe. six. I don't know, five or six. He's been okay. Like, yeah. Not Houston Cole. Like, not yet. He, yeah, no, we haven't gotten that yet. Um, I think he's still probably the best pitcher that we've had in the last five years or so. I think 2017 Severino was better than this, than Cole. Um, but that's not really saying a lot because we haven't had a, a good pitcher, a good starting pitcher, yeah, in <laughs> a long time. Yeah, um, but he's not as good as what we signed him to be so far. Yeah, I mean, it's you know he's been giving good starts. Yeah, um, it's it's ten home runs though now and in, in seven seven yeah. starts, which is definitely interesting. I guess when you consider. I don't know. Do you think it's something to do with the stadium or maybe just a shorter spring training? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would, I would guess that his home run numbers are up at compared to his career. Yeah. I, I really don't know what, what would be the reason for that. Um, yeah, I really have no idea. I mean, he's still throwing hard, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just miss. It could be the stadium. It could be, um, you know, pitches called. I think maybe some guys realize that he's he's shown dominance the last two seasons. So maybe some guys are just looking for fastballs early, and they're just going up there and trying to hit it. Yeah, I think that could be part of it. Yeah. Um. And he, he's no, he's been. I don't know. I, I guess I gotta give him more time before I really it's give a good so far, but he hasn't been as good right. As he hasn't been three hundred million dollars yet. No, no. But um, if he goes out in October and he shoves it, yeah. we won't care. <laughs> right? No, exactly. Yeah. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, pitching, <laughs> pitch count obsession, man. <laughs> it's fucking getting to me because we had Tanaka the other night. Yeah. Um, Montgomery the night afterwards or something, or a couple nights later, and then fucking Hap yesterday, you mm-hmm. know, a very efficient, a very efficient pitch count for where he was yeah. in the game. And mm-hmm. then Boone takes all three of these guys out, and then Chad Green gives up home runs, and and then Alavino's giving up home runs. It, it's yeah. the quick fucking trigger that Aaron Boone has. I call him Captain Hook, mm-hmm. and it, it's <laughs> that's a good one. Captain Hook. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that the Tanaka one was was pretty brutal. He was, I didn't again. I didn't get to watch the beginning of the game. I think I think I turned it on in the in the fifth, 
Um, and he was at like 50 pitches and he came out after like 65 and I was like, okay, he'll pitch the sixth. And that, I think this was a game of the doubleheader. So there were only like two innings left. So when that inning ended, I was like, okay, he's going to finish the game. Like there's no reason to take him out. And then he, I think I like went to the bathroom. I come back and Chad Green's in and I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) Chad Green's in. And right there, I just had the bad feeling. And he was cruising too. And Boone said afterwards, like, oh, yeah, he was tired. Yeah, he said he came to him. I saw the quote and I was like, you're lying. Like, I don't believe you. I don't know. It's hard to believe him anymore. Yeah. Um, the guy like Chad Green and like Alavino, who were supposed to be these primary <laughs> weapons, they're like one trick ponies. Those mm-hmm. two, it's really hard to rely on them. He's been good. He's had some some rough patches. Um, I can't remember if it was last season or 2018 that he got sent down. Was that last year? That was last year. That was last year. Since then, he was really good up until like this past week. Basically, um, yeah. but yeah, Ottavino. But still, it's just every time Ottavino comes in, I get nervous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just has a slider, and he and he, if he mislocates that shit, it's gone. He doesn't really have a fastball. Yeah, I think guys go up against Ottavino, and they don't even look for the fastball. No, no, no. they're just sitting Ottavino. on the off speed. Yeah, that's what I would do if I were hitting against him. <laughs> So fucking Ramos did the other night. Mm-hmm. So, dude, that, that that fucking series we just had, like, was the, the most typical Yankees <laughs> shit. Just waiting for the home run ball with Hicks and with Gary, yeah, and just being yeah. dead the entire game up to that point. Yeah, I think um, well, he scored eight runs in this. Yeah. In the first game today, and what do they score in the second game? Two. Um, let me look. I think it was two in the second game today. Yeah, in the second game they scored yeah. five overall. Five? They did because the oh, grand yeah. slam oh, by Gary. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot. Other than really those two big innings, it's been a lot of nothing. Oh, dude, it's tough. It's really tough to sit through that shit. And again, it's because we have all these guys hitting sub 200 and shit. It's because of that, but those guys are all playing because everybody's hurt. Yeah, I mean, you can't rely on this next man up shit again. I think that was more of an anomaly. Yeah. I think it was partially Partially. partially an anomaly. Yeah, some luck. Um, some overperformance. I think Gio obviously last year was way better than what he actually is. Yeah. Um, Talkman last year was better than what he actually is. Um. But yeah, you can't have all your starters go down and expect to be as also, good as you want to be. I think a lot of the inconsistencies with the offense also has to do with, with all this mixing and matching in the lineup. You know, these lineup cards, we've got Voigt leading off one day, fucking Mike Ford batting third another. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's just trolling us at some point. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. it's really odd the way he puts his order out there. It's annoying to me. Like, just set a lineup and keep it. I miss That's those days. We've had that forever. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think last year... Almost like every single game, it was a different lineup. Yeah, no, they it's showed like really a stat. It's just really annoying. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's a tomorrow's the trade deadline, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Think we're gonna do anything or uh, anything else? <laughs> I doubt it. I honestly doubt it. I really, really, really want Clevenger or Bauer or some big name, but I doubt that. I'll t- well, apparently Cole and Bauer like hate each other. Really? I think yeah. I think you can just cross that one off the list. When did that happen? I don't know. I don't know because they played with each other at UCLA. Oh. But I was I was hearing that they like actually I don't think anybody likes Bauer. Yeah. Um. So I don't think we're, we'll be getting him. Get Lance uh, Lynn again? Nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, he's been pitching good, but I don't. I don't need to see his face again. I'm good, yeah. Yeah, I just remember 
him falling on the mound. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Michael King today? Speaking of falling on the fucking mound? Yeah. Dude, he ate shit. Yeah. That was funny. (laughs) That kind of reminded me of Lynn falling. Yeah. But nothing will ever top that. What was that game? That was a disaster game, 16 to 1. <laughs> I was at that game. I was in the fucking bleachers <laughs> with the zombies. Yeah. yeah, I was there. I was no, 17 to 1. I left like 9 to 1. I left. Oh, bro. Yeah, so I was watching the game on TV. Worst waste of money ever. I turned that game off. Yeah, once it hit like around like 7 or 8 to 1, I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm finishing this game. Just yeah. everything about that game was embarrassing with Severino not knowing what time the game started. Oh, that was that was the start of his downfall. Yeah, up that to now. That, yeah. That whole game was disgusting. Yeah. With the whole cycle too. Who was that? Oh shit. Brock Holt. Was it uh Bro- yeah, Brock Holt. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you you don't think we're gonna make any moves tomorrow, or or no. maybe any not even any small ones? To I don't expect it. No. Yeah, I I mean we've heard, we would have heard. I feel like we would have heard something by now. Yeah, I don't I I don't expect any moves, really. Honestly, that's a mistake. It's, I feel like it's really it's for what like twenty games plus yeah. a couple yeah. postseason games. I don't think Cashman will do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so I guess we're just going to go in-house with, with Garcia. They're talking about calling up Clark Schmidt. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about him. I don't either. I um, don't either. Yeah. Michael King, who's kind of been all right, but he always has that one bad inning every time he comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Garcia looked good today. We have to see what happens. I just – I've. Garcia needs another pitch, like another elite pitch. Fastball, curveball. It's curveball, and then he's got a decent fastball. Yeah. Um, the changeup needs improving, but he's tiny too, dude. He's fucking small. Yeah, I think they were saying he's like, he's under six foot. He's like yeah, five he's nine, maybe. But he looked good. Yeah, you know, I give him credit for today. Yeah, major league debut. That takes yeah. balls. So. Yeah, man. But- Need to see him do it again before I start calling Pedro. Yeah, everybody's already downing him, Pedro Martinez. Yeah, <laughs> already. Of course. Um, One start. No, that's that's the Yankee fan base for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. So what are we sitting in second place with the Rays coming up? Yeah, that's going to be huge. It's uh, we're three and a half back. Yeah, I'm going to look at. I don't even know where. We're three and a half back, but in reality, like winning the division doesn't matter that much because we're a lock um, to make the postseason, and there's no wild card round, so like there's no advantage. So like, yeah, that's it. Doesn't matter that much. My thing with the sixteen team playoffs, I just feel like I feel like baseball is supposed to be difficult to make the postseason, mm-hmm. and adding six more teams over half the league now making it, that's just diminishing what baseball is supposed to be about. Right, right. You know, it, it, before, what, was it, it was 10 out of 30 teams. That's like 33% of the league making yeah. the playoffs. Did now you eight? have over half of them. Yeah. It used to be eight, and now it they used have to be card, um, and now they're just adding the whole league. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, I haven't checked the standings in a while, but I think most of the, all of the teams that are in line to make it, at least in the AL, or over 500. So at least that's good. Yeah, you're not going to get anybody shit. Working. I just hope that no like garbage teams get it. <laughs> yeah, that's my worry. Um, yeah. Speaking of garbage, Astros have been without the trash cans. I mean, they're doing pretty much the same as the Yankees. Their record is similar. Yeah, it's they're like barely over 500. Mm-hmm. They started off, I think they were like 6-10 and 10 or... Something pretty bad, but they got hot. Be playing well. Honestly, like if we play them in October, I would expect us to lose again. Oh, I mean, they're still very fucking talented. Altuve's hitting like he's hitting under two hundred, and he would kill us in a playoff series. Like they're in our heads, I think. Honestly, (laughs) yeah, now they are. Yeah, after what was it twenty? 
16, although that was a different team. But 2017? Yeah, 2016, 20, no, is it 15, 17, and 19? Oh, oh, oh what Tanaka pitched the first time around yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's still a different team, but it's still the Astros. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this team can, can do it, but I just, between I the injuries, between just the inconsistencies with the lineup, um, and these analytical decision making, it, it's difficult to really see a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to be honest. I'm not just trying to be a dick. Um, you know, I don't know how it, it's. I don't know how far this Yankees team can go. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like every year it's the same feeling. They do good in the regular season. They get to the postseason, and those same couple of issues come back to bite them in the ass. For the first couple of weeks when the team was actually the team, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a better feeling, but now that we're basically the rail riders again. Yeah. Yeah, you just, the feeling's gone. It really is. <laughs> I mean, at least Frazier's producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, good. Um, I don't think he's going to get traded, but when the roster's fully healthy, he doesn't have a spot on the team. Well, yeah, I mean, Stanton, Judge, Hicks, Hicks, Talkman, Talkman, yeah. I mean, and then Egghead ever retires. Yeah, <laughs> he's dude. He's, he's sticking around. He's never leaving. Bro, with all these glass players, he, hey, you gotta give him credit. You gotta he give him never credit. gets hurt. He never gets hurt. Yep. So, like, with all these guys that always get hurt, and he never gets hurt, they're gonna need him. No, oh, yeah. But he does suck. But <laughs> just yeah. for the fact that he plays and he plays solid defense, he plays gets hard. Contracts. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, watching these games, like, and having my opinion, and then having to fucking listen to Yes Network just <laughs> with their fucking fists up the Yankees' ass all the time, it's really difficult because I, I have to mute the game at times. These fucking guys, man. And I tell you about it all the time because I'm so sick and I need a vent. But <laughs> between fucking David Cohn, he's got a sentence, he's got some kind of statistic for every time. You know, the Yankees take a shit. He'll say some kind of fucking yeah. stat. Yeah. Michael K saying shit. Um, Paul O'Neill's fucking drunk in his basement. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, these guys are so annoying. I'm out of market. I'm out of market. Um, so oh, you're out of market. Well, I'm not, I don't live in New York, so I'm out of yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The first game was on TBS today, so I was able to put that on. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to listen to yes. I, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. It's one of the most. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be. But did you, it's just hear, so did you hear last night when Kratz came up? Kay was like, he was going crazy that they didn't pinch it, Gary. Yeah, yeah, they were all going on the post game. Jack Curry, you could tell Curry was triggered as fuck really? that Gary didn't get a pinch hit appearance. <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like. <laughs> he was, you could see he was being very passive aggressive about it. Wow, I didn't see that, but yeah, yeah I'm sure Kay today was, he was so excited when he hit that pinch hit home run. Uh, that was hey. fun. they wanted to pinch hit Gary's who gets one hit a week Good for him. It's all right. Yeah, Eric Kratz. Yep, four year old bald motherfucker. Yep, that's our guy. That's our guy. When's the other kid coming back? Higashioka. I don't know. I don't even know what. Not that he's any good. Yeah, I don't know what he hurt. I don't know what his injury is. I don't know. I'll take Kratz. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's producing a little bit. Yeah. He catches a good game. The pitchers, Mm -hmm. I think the guys like pitching to him more than they do Gary. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He's got that comforting. Mm-hmm. Nature or whatever. Yeah. All right, man. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. I think we, we covered it all. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right, Dom. Thank you, man. All right. So that was uh, <laughs> that was me and Dom Randazzo talking again for our. Uh, it was his second time on the show. 
Um, so guys, I do appreciate you stopping by. Um, there goes my, uh, PlayStation. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I guess that's my key, my cue. I gotta go. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Um, I do appreciate it. Appreciate everything. Um, that was it. You know, that's all we've got for episode 152. Um, we are an hour into it now, so, you know, we might as well wrap this one up. So, guys, thank you so much for following along. And, you know, remember, if you haven't yet, um, be sure to subscribe to BD4 on all the plat uh, on all the platforms. Where, um, we're on so many platforms, it's hard to keep track of. But, you know, it's in the description. It's on the screen. And, uh, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Ciao. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor.